Direct on the line, as always, for Halinda's Meats, it's Ted Reader. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Teddy, good morning, everybody. You? Pretty good. Not too bad. Excellent. Can't complain. I'm up. Yep. Everybody's moving. That's right. You're you're upright. You're above ground. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> Some days that's all we can ask for. Um, had a bit of a situation on the weekend. Thought I was going to have to get you on an emergency call. We had a big family gathering, uh, and uh, my brother-in-law was doing a rack of lamb on the grill. Very nice and very tasty. But he had been told that you should do the lamb hot and fast. The problem was... It was burning on the outside uh, quicker than the inside was cooking. Mm. So I said, well, what would Teddy do in this situation? And uh, I suggested to him to move it all to one side, crank up the far end of the grill, get that uh, indirect going so it would stop crisping up the outside too fast and letting the inside uh, cook to like a a medium rare. Now with lamb, the concern was because, you know, you get a bunch of people and some are worried, oh, you can't eat lamb too rare or it's got to be well cooked or some said no no lamb is fine either way uh first of all so you don't ruin uh, an expensive piece of meat like that what's the best way teddy to grill a rack of lamb well yeah on a a gas grill uh craig you know you did come in there and and save the day thank you uh moving it to the indirect is is a good way to go hot and fast is good for lamb chops if you were to cut that rack into individual chops Mm -hmm. And grill them that way, it's fine. Um, lamb is, is usually best served anywhere between the medium rare to medium doneness. Okay. Uh, when you're when you're doing a rack, I would go the the uh, reverse sear method, which would be to put a thermometer probe into the center of that meat, mm-hmm. and indirectly uh, bring it up to temp- temperature to an internal temperature of about 115, maybe 120 degrees at the most. And then crank up the one side and give it a quick sear okay. all around. All right. And let it rest for a few minutes and then slice it. And so you'll, it, it's like the meat's just sitting there in a sauna enjoying itself, warming up, warming up, warming up. And then you just hot and fast. Perfect. Give it a quick sear. Next time I'll And you'll have that. a tasty piece of meat. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just fear uh, meats like that, fear pink mm. when they see it. Pork, lamb, you know, similar in, in kind of their coloring when they start cooking. Mm-hmm. And, and people get so afraid of seeing pink. Well, with a with leg of lamb, you would take it all the way up to almost 200 degrees until you could twist that bone and it just peels out of the meat and falls off the bone. All right. And different cuts require different cooking methods. Some things are hot and fast. Some things are low and slow. And so best to, if you're not sure, best to give it a Google and see what other folks are doing out there and hit the grill and have some fun. A rack of lamb's not a not a inexpensive piece of meat. It's uh you're probably for a single rack spending thirty five, forty dollars sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um so you don't wanna you don't wanna kill that thing and overcook it to well done. It's really best served up upwards to medium uh And Ted, as uh, some of us have finally experienced uh, inviting people over and and hosting again, we've had to think about appetizers and you've put up uh, on your uh, social media an unbelievable stuffed poblano pepper and it looks absolutely great. How do you make these things? Well, the the, uh, the poblano pepper comes from doing uh, the, the the concept came from the jalapeno popper, 
And I was just like, I'm tired of stuffing these tiny little jalapeno peppers. You know, <laughs> you make your mix, you got to hollow them out, you got to put it in. Why not go with a poblano pepper, which has a little bit of heat, uh, so it just feeds the be- feeds the room a little bit better for those who don't like it super super spicy. And we took, uh, I took a mixture of. Uh, Smoked chicken, shredded it up, mixed it with some cream cheese and some smoked uh, cheddar and mozzarella cheeses, added some, a little bit of diced jalapeno and a little bit of my bone dust seasoning, mixed it all together and then stuffed it into a half of a poblano pepper. Took two slices of bacon, stretched it out so it doubles in length, and then wrapped it on that poblano pepper. I went into my charcoal grill, uh, had the temperature set at about 325 degrees, indirect and uh, smoked those peppers and and heated those peppers up until the bacon rendered and got nice and crispy and that cheesy chicken mixture on the inside uh, got all ooey and gooey and that took about uh, up to an hour to do (laughs) and it was pretty tasty. I was just thinking about this because yeah Yeah. that's a great like appetizer and that's terrific but uh, at home quite a bit we'll stuff regular peppers i'll do like pizza stuffed peppers and different things so you could actually as a as a part of a an entree you could take like a red pepper a yellow a orange whatever and and stuff it with that mixture and wrap bacon around it right anything you want yeah anything you want that's for sure and if you want to go the other direction you could take ghost peppers <laughs> and treat them like the jalapeno and stuff them with cheese and chicken and blow your head off yeah. it, would, it would treat something like something yeah. i'm telling you that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It would make you pucker. Yes, sir. Well, the photo you <laughs> On both ends. Yeah. Right. The, the photo of just that cheese starting to ooze out of the cracks of the cooked bacon. It's, it's a splendid thing to see. Teddy, if people want to talk to you about racks of lamb or stuffing peppers or anything to do with grilling, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me on social media at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, The Joint.